I feel unmoored. What's the matter with me? There's this plant in my in my house near near the breakfast table area. There's a plant and it it is tied up to a piece of bamboo with some kind of brown twine, you know, and it came untied, and I said to my wife, the plant came unmoored, and then I turned to her, and I said that I felt unmoored, I'm sure the plant will be fine, we'll probably retie it, I mean, that seems like a, a possible that that's an easy solution i feel unmoored like the plant but i didn't in my mind i was just thinking of myself because kfjc the weekly meeting happens over zoom i'm not seeing those people on a weekly basis like i was before covid and I'm starting to feel isolated and like I have no purpose. I'm just selling hopping the hot sauce and I'm not doing that great of a job at it. Let's play the jingle. Hopping hot sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. That's natural. That was a natural place, okay? I didn't want to play the jingle, but I did. Hopping Hot Sauce is on Amazon. And I'm not really moving units. I'm not selling it the way I should be. But I'll figure it out if I just keep banging my head against the wall. I think I'll get there. But I feel unmoored. I KFJC was a big support group. It was a bunch of weirdos who liked records. So I could go there and be a weirdo and like records and it was all good. But it's been canceled. It's going to start again, I think, kind of soon. Far away. But I got to get that support. Hopping hot sauce even feels unmoored because pandemic has taken away my outside sales. I'm not going outside enough at all for anything, much less to sell hopping hot sauce. It's like I'm not even going to the liquor store. And you know I've been missing the liquor lady. Remember I had all those creme de menthe fantasies? Thankfully I haven't acted on a single one of them. My wife went to Costco and brought home tequila. It's all good. Forget about creme de menthe and and white creme de cacao. I'm feeling unmoored. 
And I, because I'm missing my normal support. This podcast, the What's the Matter With Me podcast is probably the biggest support I've got aside from the Pepper Show. Like, but I want to get on KFJC. I don't want it to be all hopping channel, but I'll, I'll, I'll work the channel. Shout outs to Patrick. Patrick, thanks for writing in. He sent me an email and included a TED Talk about chronic illness. It was a a TED Talk at a university, Foreman University, and the speaker was a young woman in her 20s. She talked about the idea of using spoons to regulate her energy. It's called Confronting the Invisible. Her name is Olivia Larner. It's on YouTube, I think. It's a lot about a young person talking about not feeling seen as a disabled person. It's hard. When when I had MS at the beginning for years, it was invisible. Now if you look at me, I look like something's wrong with me. Um, Probably you can pick up on that. Something's going on. That's because my disability is more advanced. But when you're younger, you feel like no one sees what I'm going through. It's like very hard. So I understand where this lady is coming from. Feeling like not seen and dealing with all this, all that is disability. It's pretty hard to deal with confronting the invisible Olivia Lerner. You know, I I thought what mattered to me was not how other people react, but how I'm presenting myself. And that way I'm controlling what I can control. I'm not really worried about other people's reaction. And I think uh, as your ability changes, what you can control probably also changes. I talked to Nami about it in the morning, mostly about the frustration of becoming older and having your opinion be drowned out by a bunch of younger people's opinion. And being disabled is kind of similar to that in that your opinion is drowned out by more able-bodied people's kind of by default it's not anything they're doing it's just you're not able to get yourself across I guess that's why you should have a podcast that's kind of some smart ass thing I wrote but yeah it's tough when you're young going you know it's supposed to be the prime of your life and you're like setting yourself up and to go forward and then in the middle of that you have to deal with like disability and resist the urge to become unorganized which is like a disaster leading to very bad things you have to somehow stay afloat 
And I guess this lady's TED talk in a way, she's like, can't you see that I'm dealing with all this? And it's like, no. Speaking about that, I guess that's why you should have a podcast. I put myself out there. Like I'm saying, I'm unmoored and I'm feeling like I've lost my network. And so doing this podcast is a way of just turning the wheel and and re-trying to get there, you know, um, work. So speaking of podcasts, I heard Noam Chomsky's podcast, Anarchism. I was like, play a podcast. Okay, Google, play a podcast by Noam Chomsky. And it was like, here's Noam Chomsky. Noam, no, I think he called him Noam. Here's Noam Chomsky's podcast, Anarchism. And it's pretty great because Noam Chomsky has, or Noam Chomsky has a a really gravelly voice. And so I put it on like volume two. And so it was just like, and he's like yelling about, or he's not yelling, he's, he's like muttering about collective actions and anarchy, and it's great. I love the, con- I'm not trying to talk it down, I just would say having it on in a weekend breakfast setting at a low volume, pretty good. Pretty good. Noam Chomsky's podcast, Anarchism, it's good at a low volume. My my son was was stacking rocks in my my yard, and that's kind of like a behavior that I've seen before. So I it, I thought it was interesting. He's, he's just made a small little stack while playing of three three rocks like small rocks a small stack but stacking rocks it stuck with me because i know this guy rock stacker so i was like yo nami remember remember rock stacker we were laughing about it this east san jose characters rock stacker and condor and so i learned condor's name from a rock stacker because I was like, hey, do you know that guy? So these guys hang out by El Pollo Loco um, near Story and White Road. And they, they, they hang out. Condor hangs out at the bus stop. And then Cat Corner Rockstacker hangs out in the El Pollo Loco parking lot where they have rocks in the, the um, landscaping there. And he stacks them, yeah. But hold on, Condor. Let me get you to Condor. Condor is probably in his 70s, I would say, or or 60s maybe. And he, he has dyed blonde hair, long, shoulder length. And he has it kind of cropped in this way. And he wears stuff like a powder blue turtleneck and like leather pants and pointy boots. And he's always at the bus stop. Or, or you know, he dresses differently, but that's a normal look. And 
I remember talking to my wife. I would be like, that guy, his vibe is like the turtles. It's like a psychedelic folk thing. He looks kind of evil a little bit. Like he has a little little velvet underground thing going on. He wears wraparound shades. Condor. So I was chopping it up with Rockstacker. We'll get to Rockstacker in a minute. But I was across the way. I'm like, hey, do you know that guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, Condor. And I'm like, what's up with Condor? And he's like, don't ever give him money. And I was just thinking, like, I wasn't about to give a Condor or or Rockstacker. I wasn't thinking about giving him money. So Rockstacker was like, I stack rocks. And I was like, I see that. And, you know, he had, uh, he was kind of an older guy, too. He was in his 60s, I would say. And he was sitting in a wheelchair, a manual wheelchair, but he he could walk. You know, another one of these invisible. If he had a disability, it was invisible. So he was hanging out in this wheelchair, and he was like, "Yeah, rock stack, rock stack, rocks." I'm like, I see that he had stacked a bunch of the landscaping rocks up into these like five or six foot tall stacks that I was like I'm glad it's not windy and I didn't stand too close to the rock stacks so he was like yeah rock stacker check it out rockstacker.com and that is a thing rockstacker.com is real and the guy's name is Jim Needham I learned that from rockstacker.com. And there's a link to, it's like, now open the Rockstacker store. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need that. I need Rockstacker gear and equipment. So I clicked on the link, and it just took me to Cafe Press to nothing. Like, just to cafepress.com slash gifts. Like I was going to buy a gift for somebody. In other words, it was just a bunch of baloney. So anyway, Rockstacker. I mean, bunch of baloney. Don't give Condor money. Okay? He's in. The, he's hanging out at the bus stop. He's the, Both these guys are clean. They're pretty clean. So they don't seem like they're outdoors types you know they're they're pretty clean pretty mysterious but clean rockstacker hangs out at the el pollo loco just look for the stacks of rocks and he's over there and then condor is at the bus stop story in white they got a panaderia there what else they got panaderia san jose east san jose characters one thing that olivia olivia larner confronting the invisible she um she said that chronic illness people with like fatigue that they can mark their energy with spoons and every day you have a certain amount of spoons and this is something I do 
So I was like, cool. And so if you go, you wake up every day with the same amount of spoons. If you have chronic fatigue or a chronic illness, you have to measure your ability every day. You get the same amount of spoons. You don't get more. You can't just like press on. I can't like power through the same way because I'll end up having crushing fatigue later if I try. So she called chronic illness people spoonies. That was like her term. Spoons are important. Spoons make the world go brown. Everyone's got to have spoons. I like the old school rapper Spoonie G. Spoonie G. Spoonin' Rap. Check it out, Patrick. I got Spoonin' Rap on 12-inch. I got it at Jerry's Records. I got it. I got it at Jerry's Records in Pittsburgh. And I found just a couple of weeks ago... Jerry died. I went there in fall 2000. It was an amazing record store. Apparently, it's the world's largest all-vinyl record store. It's it's big. It, it was big. Jerry Weber died two weeks ago at 73. That's the Jerry's from Jerry's Records. That was cool. Used to play Spoonin' Rap with Rick James Cold-Blooded. I would play Rick James Cold Blooded real slow. Mm, girl, I think you're hot. Huh? Something like that. I looked at my usage stats and there are people listening through what's the matter with me. It's something people do. And there's a couple different people doing it right now where they listen to I can see them because like the same person listens to sequential episodes at the same visit and so people are listening through what's the matter with me what's up and shout outs to the people who are like I gotta hear all this but I would also say don't listen too close I made easy food. That is a big thing that I did. I've been trying to do. So let me let me get out the the journal. So I wrote this on Valentine's Day. Last night for dinner I made half chickens on a baking sheet. 350 degrees for 20 minutes, then 395 degrees and on convection for 20 minutes more. And it was kind of overcooked, but not terrible. The skin had a very deep color. Maybe it cooked too long at 350. The skin rendered and became thin. Marinated all day and one tablespoon hopping hot sauce and yogurt. Used about one cup yogurt. Too much yogurt. Needed more hopping hot sauce and maybe more seasoning. A hotter cook. 375 degrees for a shorter time. 30 minutes maybe and all on convection. 
When I get the marinade in the oven timing right, this can be rewarding. With very little energy, it was very easy. So that's something I've been working on, trying to make easy food. So I just combined hopping hot sauce and yogurt. And then I had a, a, a chicken that the guy at the butcher shop cut in half for me. So I marinated it and then roasted it. Roasted it. it looked really good, but it, it wasn't, I wanted it to be better. But it was super easy. Like, it couldn't be easier. Shoutouts to Patrick. Shoutouts to Olivia Larner. It's tough to have a disability that's invisible. Other people can't see it. I think I have to present myself. But I might feel different if I had a different disability. So probably I need to be more compassionate. Having to listen to younger people talk is is Noam Chomsky's podcast Anarchism. I recommend it. He has a gravelly voice. It's good for like ambient, ambient listening. Watch out for Rockstacker and Condor. Shouts out to Rockstacker and Condor. Spoonie G, man. Spoonie G is one of the best rappers of old school rappers. I mean, maybe. Shout out to Jerry. Rest in peace, Jerry. Jerry's records. I got that Spoonie rap record. I wasn't a very good DJ. Party DJ, hip hop DJ. I spent a lot of time doing it, but none, none doing it well particularly well I got an email from this guy trying to sell me wine he was like this wine is so great and I bought a I bought some of it and I had this cowboy steak with it and it was just delicious and he had all these pictures of it and then I was like I should buy some Bordeaux and then I told Nami about it and I should buy Bordeaux and have a steak. And the way she looked at me, and I was just like that. And I don't. I just needed to say that. I think people are listening to sequential epi- episodes, listening through the podcast. Don't listen to close, easy food. Just like I thought, yogurt and hopping hot sauce. It's easy. What's the matter with me? Thank you for tuning into What's the Matter with Me podcast. I'm pretty sure you can get something out of it. Write me an email, jwhn at hoppingworld.com, jwhn at h-o-p-p-i-n-w-o-r-l-d.com. It's Hopping World, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to What's the Matter with Me. Catch you next week.